Okay, guys, we are here with Dr. J, the Brown Messiah, and the Global Guru. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Excellent. Yeah. This, is a, this is a special episode, so if you are a subscriber, you are probably the only ones who are hearing this because I'm, I'm going to be posting this two days before our regular episode comes out. But WizKids was kind enough to send us um, 20 packs of the Guardians of the Galaxy set. Um, and so we've done an opening video. Make sure you guys go check that out at ktdata.net or doubleburst.com. They all lead the same place. Um, so what we want to give you guys is kind of our first reaction to how what, what we see in these cards and what we think from what we've seen so far for the Guardians. I'm really digging it so far. Yeah, these cards are freaking sweet. I love a lot of their abilities. Yeah, so. and can, can I mention, so this is like not ability-wise, but if you guys get a foil Groot, just look at it. I like. I think this is one of my favorite foils now. Just I mean, look at art. art in this set is so good. I mean, yeah. we say that every time a new set comes out, but that's just because it keeps getting better. Oh man, it's just there's so many good arts in this, and I'm really excited to get to one in particular. It's a good mix of you know new art and kind of like old school character looking things. Art looks really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so in terms of art, that's that's pretty cool. So what are some of these cards that actually stick out to all of you? And keep in mind, we haven't played any of these. This is literally 10 minutes after we've opened the packs. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go with the one garbage one that I have here. Um, and it's Ronan the Accuser Judgment Day. When fielded, Ronan gets plus two attack if there are no other dice in your field zone until the end of turn. Why? For a seven cost. Like, for a that's seven gonna, cost. It's going to win like me the just, game, yeah. bro. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to field anything else, so I'm going to get him. I mean, to and be it, fair, and, his... And then I'm going to use Stealth Ops and To be fair, his, his fielding stats are 1-1-2, one, one, which is an awful, but I feel like you're not really ever going to want to use that unless you have, or you're in a draft and you have only energy to purchase it. Slapping a win fielded effect on a seven cost character, I feel, is always a bad idea. It, they just don't get played because you have to keep cycling them. It's like, well, now I have to find a way to KO this character with 8-8 eight, eight stats. Do I want to do that? Well, you don't want to KO him. You want him to go unblocked because look at his stat line. I mean, he's going to I mean, he's gonna punch for 10 on level 3, but like... What's going to happen <laughs> is you're going to field that on level 3. He's going to get his plus 2 attack. You're not going to get your Hulk out or whatever. Attack with him, and he's going to get chump blocked by a sidekick. You don't need Hulk out. It's going to be Dimension Door because I'm going Hail Mary. It's, <laughs> it's a waste. And on the same note, there's one other really crummy card that I want to mention, and that's Agent Venom, the rare. It's a four-cost mask. When fielded, gain control of target opposing sidekick. Return it to your opponent's field zone on its level one character face at the end of turn. I just feel like this is so dumb because in the Spider-Man Maximum Carnage set that's coming out, there's a Venom that has the exact same die, the same purchase cost, but he just takes control of a target level one character and then gives it back at level one. So I mean, while you could use this on allies, he's just he's just junky yeah. for what he does. And can I can I say I'm excited that um that they brought back the Marvel Knights affiliation. I was really worried that was going to be kind of a one off. They brought it back in force too. There's quite a few of them in this set. There's a lot of different affiliations. We have a Spider Man, villains, guardians, obviously. Uh, good mix of Avengers stuff. as well too. Avengers, Avengers, uh, squad. Uh, no, <laughs> was there, was there wrong, any wrong shield license agents? there? Any shield agent stuff? I think there was one, right? Yeah, yeah, Daisy, yeah Daisy's Daisy Johnson. Johnson. We, had, we didn't right. pull we were just her, but about there's that. one at least one in here. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of her, it seems like with her and then with Yondu, some interesting ways to KO some stuff. Um, you know, with Yondu Winfielded, Yondu deals one damage to all opposing character dice with the Daisy Johnson. I know one of them you can pay shields, kind of like a breath weapon to everyone. 
Mm-hmm. If you want to KO stuff, there's a lot of good ways to do it in That's this like one. Speedball dangers and yeah, stuff, right? though. You got you got to build that. around it. You got to plan <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, I'm gonna call it now. Russ is gonna figure out a way to like take control of four characters somehow with this set and Scarecrow and all his other shenanigans that he has in the bag. It's gonna be crazy. There's quite a bit of taking control that's coming into the game lately, so that's definitely going to be a mechanic that we're going to see a lot more of. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the cards that I think is really cool is the Common Cosmic Cube. It's a three-cost bolt, and it says, during your clear and draw step, when you draw this die from your bag, you may send it and any other dice you've drawn this turn out of play. For each die sent out of play, you draw a die. So this is sort of like the Rip Hunter from the new Batman Just imagine how you could pair both of them together. That would be ridiculous yeah it would but just the idea that you know this is an action die that is not reliant on me rolling it when i draw it i can just send it out of play and i can get another die or i can send it and the three junky sidekicks i pulled out of play and keep drawing it's a really good way to churn your bag with no effort you don't have to feel the character you don't have to roll anything it's just free churn so i think that might be yeah because think about it if you like buy this and then you have that rip hunter out you don't draw this that turn. You just chuck everything, and then you you're di- like, there's a high chance you're gonna get that and what el- whatever else you need, right? If you can manage your bag well. Yeah, I think that one's gonna be a lot of fun. Infinite possibilities. There, the there's a lot cool. of there's a lot of action love as well. Like when you play an action, then you get to do something. Yeah, a lot of that coming out this one in this set. D and D. I remember there's a few things. A lot of good action love stuff. The other cosmic cube, the uncommon one, is also really good. Two cost bolt. Your first action die purchased this turn costs one less. So cool, you get a bonus. Each other different action die you purchase this turn costs three less. So we were thinking of something, oh, buy. Oh, man, that's going to recap. You know, buy something like uh, momentum, something cheap. And then you can buy a superhero registration act or some other action die that's really cool. One against many. Or you can buy a satchel for two. Gross. Oh, I'm going to build a team oh, that man. it's going to do that. I'm going to call it the Dr. J Angry Salty Team, and it's just going to... The special of an infinite hurts. Like as, as long, I like, as long as I can beat you with that team, that's all I care about. Whatever. And just make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much. There's too many good actions. We need some action hate. Yeah. So like, kind of speaking of actions, I think this one is super interesting, and it's the Nova Core uniform. Um, it's when fielded equipped to a character die, so I'm glad they didn't give it the equip keyword because I think that would open a whole... Or the equip symbol, you yeah, mean? The, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the can of worms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole can of worms I that we don't want to that can only be equipped to adventures. Is that how it, they're going to rule it should <laughs> yeah. be played? If it had the equip <laughs> keyword, then yeah. yeah. Um, but this character die takes no damage from villain character dice or global abilities. If that character die leaves the field zone, send this die to the use pile. I like that where they tell you where this action die goes mm. um, when the character's removed. Um but I like this because one of the things that I like want to always do is, you know, especially when you're doing like a dark side th- um, team or something, pe- magic missile or unstable canister is still one of the most used basic actions out there. And it has that stupid global, you pay a bolt and you can deal a character one damage, right? So this could protect your low cost. So that you, your storm that I always like knocking out, mm-hmm. you can actually protect her using this. Oh, yeah. I actually really like that it's a uniform and you equipped the uniform. I'm really stoked to see what the other versions of that card do because they're, that all, the only they're one we've probably seen? all going to be equipped type cards. Yeah. I'm really looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, and if this is already doing some kind of protection, I'm hoping all of them 
protect some sort of character. Maybe there's yeah. one for... I could see yeah. one giving a buff or defense. Yeah. Make something like unblockable. I'm not really crazy <laughs> about protection right now. <laughs> Didn't your parents teach you anything? Kids, if you're listening, always have protection. <laughs> well, uh, no. <laughs> so another action was the kiln. You have that one, don't oh, you, Oh, yes. Yeah, the the kiln. kiln. And if you watch the video, sorry I mispronounced this, but... Just a minute. I'm filming. I'm doing kiln. like 10 things at once so right now. The Kylin. <laughs> uh... So it's funny because before we uh, before we started this, I got a message from my buddy who was like posted, sent me a message with this card on. It was like, there's an uproar over this card, whether or not it stacks if you have multiple dice in the field. So the ability is continuous. Players must spend one more energy to purchase each character die for every character die in their field zone. So if you have two sidekicks in your field zone, all of your two-cost characters become four-cost characters, and all your eight-cost characters become ten-cost characters. And and your opponents. I mean, it affects yeah, yeah, both it players. Yeah, it affects so. both players. So what they're saying is, well, what if I have three of these in the field and two sidekicks? Are all of my characters six more to buy? To me, that sounds really broken this for se- two-cost This, seems, yeah, yeah, this reads more like a, a while active ability. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we'd like a little bit of clarification on continuous if they work like while actives but uh it's still a really really good card yeah i really dig that i mean you could chalkboard that on your first turn get that into the field and just lock the taxation i was gonna say there there needs to be a taxation team yeah i'm I'm thinking about it because that's uh, remember when we did that format that's still one of my favorite formats to do is i mean there's always a tax for everything i want to even with like a, a dark side going on, you know how hard it's going to be to buy something like a Gorilla Grot or a or even Bahamut, or Bahamut, a Bahamut for four, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah. If you have, if you have, you're going to have dark. You have to have dark side and a sidekick in the field, which means you have to pay at least nine for any of those characters when you're buying them if the kiln is active, which is gross. gross. Yeah, so gross. And you can start it off turn two taxing people mm-hmm. including yourself though i mean oh, you got to build around it or you're going to be really impacted yeah exactly by i mean even if you bring a cheap team multiple man team or something like that and, and, and mean, as we've yeah, there's not a lot of ways to get yeah, actions out of your own field, out, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hyper velocity once it's there it's there so yeah it's going to be really interesting to see mm-hmm. how that works yeah, so speaking of kind of actions i know jared one of your favorite actions to see is a lantern ring Oh, gross. All the all the time. So, so we we know that the Wonder Woman starter is going to have kind of a counter for that, um, but they've included more. So this one is Angela, the My common salvation. While Angela is active, your opponent's when attack abilities deal no damage. So this is Jared's good. new bay. So good. This is Jared's new oh, bay. Absolutely. Is. I don't even know who Angela is, but I'm going to read all of her comics in the next. Did week. Did you know she's she's actually one of those comics I believe that made the transition yeah, from she, an indie she studio. She came into, from into some Marvel. other. Yeah. She came from a different source and she was implanted into Marvel. And she's actually, um, well, she's the sister to Thor with Marvel. She's she's Thor's sister, half sister, I should say. But yeah, I'm really glad that they brought her back. And that ability is just oh, so good, so good. And it's a bolt, so if you yeah, want to, on yeah. your bolt on your ring, team, bolt ring team, you know, dark side. Sure. Speaking of bolts, I've got another one here. Quasar, protector of the universe. When Quasar attacks and is not blocked, you may pay a bolt. If you do, add Quasar to your prep area instead of moving her to your use pile. I think this is actually a pretty good draft card. I like um, it. I think that if you're the one who is attacking, like there's no downside to attacking with her. Like she gets KO'd, great. She's gonna keep coming back. You keep paying a bolt, and honestly, yeah, because that that has the summon skull global, 
And that used to be one of my favorite globals. I, I know, Zach, oh, you like globals, I, but that used to be one of my favorite me. ones. Yeah. And uh, I'm still glad they brought at least a version of that back. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can play that great. with Dimension Door. You play it with Stealth Ops and just keep cycling her through your field. Buffer, buff her up, see so mm-hmm. as she goes through yeah. and then comes well, right back. Yeah. Put, yeah. A, put a lantern ring on there just to add Shut insult. <laughs> I'm talking Marvel here, not DC. You keep that DC crap out. <laughs> So another one I'm super stoked about is the common Adam Warlock, the being known as him. And it's a, while Adam Warlock is active, your character dies when fielded effects trigger twice. And I'm just sitting here thinking, oh, there's so many good things that I can Mm -hmm. do with that. Namely, it could actually make the rare Batman playable at this point. He was always playable. What are you talking about? And honestly, it just makes your Doomsday even that better. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because he, he triggers once. There'd be no point. So, like, like the, the new Star Lord that when fielded deal one damage, you could cause him to deal two damage. Um, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. There, there's this Beholder that's pretty good. Nah. It'd be pretty nice to do nah. four globals. Nah. However, if I'm you were to play this that. with the common Ronin, he'd get a plus four buff when you field him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I only broken. have to pay 12 energy for that. 12 energy. A, Actually, the timing wouldn't work because he has to be alone. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't have to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Ronan's worse than yeah. we thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so speaking of Adam Warlock, I think the uncommon, this is an interesting one. So it's when Adam Warlock is KO'd by combat damage, move any character dice that damaged him this turn to his card. When fielded, return those character dice to their owner's field zone at the same level. This does this not sound like imprisoned? It's, it does. It's yeah. such a dirty, dirty card. I mean, it does. The thing about it is it's... He's a five cost. It's, yeah, there's a cost involved. And but if you pair that with a force block and get like, four masks or whatever energy you need to force him to block that's four care four four dice going onto his card and you just never field him again that's all you have yeah. to do it's ridiculous the stats are pretty good so i mean they're they'll probably not want to block it and if they don't but, level one is a three but the defense on all those five five six so if you can even get something to yeah, swap like the attack the, yeah, defense. I, I could see this going well with a, a shield team any kind of shield heavy team because then you could use the giant spider global to force blocks, or if they're letting this to do, make them pay um, with the yeah. with a Kal-El global or mm-hmm. something else that will allow it to switch its defense. Oh, it's attack. a mask, so it'll work well with mask teams and use the wasp global to. It's oh, just yeah, a yeah. good yeah, card yeah, yeah. overall. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't see any downsides yeah. there. I don't, it's a I guardian don't... character, so it works well with the other guardian team. And yeah. what you do is when they get out another character that you don't want to deal with, you refield him, force him and the other character you had before to block, and then you just take them all. It, yeah. It's really yeah, like building costs could be gross, not great, not but... great, but I think it balances yeah. it out, right? Yeah, it's balanced. Like, Imagine mm-hmm. if this guy was like a three cost. The or fielding something. costs are oh, awesome yeah. for Pretty what bad. he does. One, one, one two, two, and you really, how many times are you going to be paying that fielding cost in yeah. the game? You're going to capture some characters, and then you're going to cycle them through your bag and never field them again. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to call the uncommon the Ronco electric food dehydrator. <laughs> Set it and forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Warlock and all of those titans, um, and in and in the mask generally, we're talking about Nebula here in Good Graces. Um, I honestly love this card just because it's an old school art. It's from uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which if anybody's oh, read it, yeah. you need to read it. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. Um, but she has the Infiltrate. She's a four-cost mask. She has Infiltrate. When this character die is unblocked, you may return this die to the field zone and deals one damage to your opponent. 
she's zero one one for fielding costs, and her stats are one two three on attack, four five six on defense. So you're not going to be punching through for a whole lot if she goes unblocked. But you still have that infiltrate. Well, she goes unblocked. Yeah, you yeah, don't you punch have through at all. Exactly. Yeah. You have that infiltrate, and you just start keep burning yeah. her down. Um, she's got crazy good defense, too. So you can, if she's not blocked, you keep her as a blocker for your turn. And, and if not, you can flip her if you yeah, want to. Exactly. So she's she's pretty solid. Honestly, just the art is amazing to me. I, I'm really, really glad that they went back to that style of art, um, or that they used that style of art. Because criticism, though. Awesome. The Adam Warlock that's photobombing that picture there, he does not look as cool as the Adam Warlock on the <laughs> yeah, other card. Yeah. <laughs> but, he's, but he's vintage, Jared. He's vintage. Yeah, yeah like vintage Adam Warlock... Like, he's just like, well, I gotta show up because the comic book storyline. He looks like asks for me. Asks for me. That hair this, is this so Adam sweet. Warlock is. I am out for blood. <laughs> yeah, that one looks like a vampire from the Twilight series, and this one looks like a mass murderer in a futuristic <laughs> prison. So, but he's a good guy. <laughs> so the one thing with in, infiltrate as well is it's a may. So if you wanted to go through and do her full damage, or maybe do a swap on it, mm-hmm. buff it. You know, you don't have you to have do that, that option, and you yeah. get the option after it's unblocked. Yeah, so that's yeah, exactly. cool. Which is what I like about that. You mean those tough decisions? Is yeah, always... it's all about the tough decisions. All right. So another one I'm looking at here that I I don't care for the ability very much, but I really love the artwork on the card, and I hope that his other versions have better <laughs> abilities. But it's the collector, <laughs> Cosmic Curator. His ability is while the collector is active, whenever you field a villain character die, draw a die from your bag and add it to your prep area. That could be really good on teams where you're constantly fielding characters like Hush, like pair him with Hush, and then you just prep two dice every time yeah, you field him. Yeah, you're cycle through your That'd bag really quick. So, I mean, he does have a place. Um, but he's like, a six but, cost. But, yeah, but like, yeah. like Lex Luthor Greed, I just feel yeah. like works better if you're building a kind of a villain If it's team a six cost, you've got to build a team around it, and mm-hmm. that's not a win condition. It's not something that will set you yeah. up for a and win his condition stats very much. Are one five, Granted, you one can seven, get to six cost on turn two, but it's just not really Yeah, do you really want to go with him? I mean, what, you, what I would probably do is I would play him with Hush, and then I would use Hush to churn, get some ramp, and yeah. then buy him with that, and then, then, then use that to Thanos. more. Yeah, and eventually just buy unblockable Thanos. <laughs> or what his favorite card. I, really, I would love them to reprint a Thanos in this set that's unblockable. That'd just be awesome. But Russ would hate that. <laughs> so we, we, we keep talking about a lot of people getting, you know, it's like, oh, if we just swap this or swap that one, force this person to block or attack. There's a, a new card, uh, Madame Mask, who uh, while she is active, your character dice cannot be targeted by global abilities. Four cost, Mask, so... That can be uh, a little bit expensive. It's kind of like an Electra, but it works on all of your your characters. So with all of these being played in nationals and worlds where, you know, forcing people to block and attack, it could be very useful to have that. Also reminds me of Oracle. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. What's the stat line on that? Zero, one, one for the fielding costs. Um, Three, two, three, three, and a four, four. Oh, that's very similar to the Human Paladin from... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same ability as the Human Paladin from the first D&D set, and the stats are very close to the same. So yeah. she's, a, she's a mask, right? Yep. Yeah, a mask. Similar yeah. to like a, a Batgirl from Green Arrow so Flash could be as protected well. by Raven. Stupid masks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, someone's bitter. Somebody's really, really More salty about that. Go. <laughs> well, if you want to move on to a different uh, Fists, I don't think they've had much love yet. A couple Fists, uh, Sword Agent... Uh, it's an ally. It's only a two cost. So the, one of the cheapest ones, well, I guess it would be the cheapest card here. 
Uh, it's an ally, and Sword Agent gets plus one defense for every other sidekick die in either player's field zone. So it's like a, a poor man's He's half as foot, good ninja. As foot ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, but because they're not ninjas, that's the problem. So, so, yeah. so where, the problem, where right? those ones you kind of use for offense, try to hit these ones. You have a couple of them. They're so cheap. I mean, zero zero one fielding cost, two two three attack on the fields can, can be some good you know defenders to just kind of mm-hmm. hang out there and block a few things. And maybe it'll if you want to do for that long team, we were discussing a couple episodes back. Ooh, yeah, I, think I was could. looking at that and I was like, it's like an Amanda Waller with a with an, an affiliation that can support it. <laughs> hey, that's why I was hoping Suicide Squad would be in here. <laughs> the the other fist four cost uh, stick uh, common stick can't be blocked by character dice of a lower level. Kind of reminds me of those nitros where it's all about what level you get it yeah. out there. So if you can get this guy out on a you know level three, he's got awesome stats. You know six attack, three defense. Level two is even a five three, um, and then you get that black black cat mm-hmm. from from the new. Uh, Carnage set coming out, or they can't fill level three stuff. So, uh, yeah, you can get some nice unblockable stuff with those stats. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, going along with the fists, we've got a four-cost squirrel girl. Tokens Nanny. are back. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like we're going to need some rulings here on tokens. You're going to need a lot more tokens. I want to I'm, 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 I just make a business. So that makes tokens. me wonder. Okay, well, okay, so I'll read the ability, and then, I'll, <laughs> then I can use the question. But while squirrel girl is active, at the beginning of your clear and draw step, add a 1-1 one, one, or 1 attack, 1 defense Field. squirrel token. And yes, field. you field it. Um, she also has a global on her. Uh, pay a fist, redirect one damage dealt by a character die you control to target character die. So you could sacrifice those tokens instead of taking damage. Yeah. Well, so yeah. so if you if you attack with a character and deal three damage and they block with a sidekick, you can deal one damage, redirect one damage from that attack to another sidekick mm-hmm. and then kind of split it up. Can they just play so then my question... Back? Like <laughs> my just, question is, I can I use back. can I use the tokens that I got from Civil War promo Squirrel Girl for this? You could, but you may have more than four. Yeah, there's no limit on this one. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't what, matter what you use of the yeah. tokens. You could use whatever you want as the tokens. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I just want to bring more tokens, and I need to make more tokens. Oh, I, I want you lots of tokens, and buy I buy more of those tokens. Yes, yeah. tokens. Three D print some little squirrels. So if you get like, like hundred, if you them. get like fifteen of these tokens out there. And you have the common red hood and attack with them all. Does he get buffed by the tokens? Yeah, they're yeah. characters. Yeah. They still count as characters. They're still they're right. not dice. So you're getting free actually, characters. Actually, out I there. don't know if they count as individual characters. I, I, it's I, character I, dice. It's character I dice. Oh, yeah, character so dice. So as long as they so, count yeah, as a character be, die. But it might not count I don't know, as a character token, die yeah, because but you can't it, re-roll them. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll need some more yeah. information on how tokens work. And plus, I'd want to win a game of just 20 Squirrel Girl tokens. She won't oh, even yeah. attack. Oh, I'm just going to attack so straight awesome. with 20 Squirrel You get a bunch out there, so have awesome. to have like a transfer just power type the of a squirrels, global. Just them gnawing yeah. at you. Yeah, no, it's just going to be like, and I, I attack with 35 Squirrel tokens. Oh, God. <laughs> transfer power from that dark side you have onto the Squirrel token. He does seven damage. Jeez. But there's that one, and then there's what one only one other global, the Groot one. Yeah, I, I have to ask because you like globals. How do yeah. you feel about this? You know, there, there's not Very, a lot of globals. Yeah, but really I really like on it. Yeah, ever since uh, Green Arrow Flash, we haven't had a lot. Green Arrow Flash had some awesome ones. I loved them, and it's been a little lackluster. So. By the like by how... the way, FYI, if you guys have not seen our pack opening video, please go watch it just because Zach makes a presence on screen that is amazing. Mm-hmm. I do like how how um, creative they're getting with the globals, though, because these aren't just reprints of past globals like we've seen yeah. in 
other sets. They are unique. These are unique. Like that Squirrel Girl Global, I think, is really cool. And the Groot Global, while it's awful, I mean, it's still. It can't. I can cool. see some uses, <laughs> but the problem is it's that it's not ideal. I guess it's not a problem. It's once but per turn is the so problem. many. Of At least these it's like only during now. your turn. Yeah, that would right, be terrible yeah. if it was only during your turn. So like oh, Groot, yeah. Groot, I can see that on a on a shield ring team, right? You've got these leftover shields after you've done maybe some transfer power or swapping with Kal El. Four energy to gain two life. You can That's so because expensive. it's only once per turn. You'd have to save some for the next turn. Just play the pizza global. So but, no, uh, don't play the pizza global because <laughs> you can only use it if you're less than fifteen life. Yeah. All right, so one of the other cards that I really liked that I opened was uh, Mantis, the rare burden of precognition. She's a four-cost mask, and her ability is when Mantis attacks and is unblocked, you may purchase a Mantis die for one mask and add it to your prep area. So basically, and her stats are junky, so, I mean, odds are she's going to be unblocked. And she doesn't even... Does she? I don't even think she has to go through. Uh, like, if they just don't block... And then you yeah. link you it back. Yeah. You distract yeah. it back. You can still do it. Yeah. And you buy you basically buy a mantis die for one energy and put it in your prep area. I mean it's sounds like some jankiness going on. Yeah, you could get a lot of mantis dice out really quick. And if you're playing like a mask ring team, I mean mm-hmm. that could be really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or if you have two of them out and then you attack with both and they're not blocked, then you could bit buy two in the same turn and then use those for energy for your ugly mask ring team. Whereas infiltrate, it seems like <laughs> they actually have to go through, and you choose not to do the mm-hmm. combat damage, yeah. so you can't blink that back to do the one damage. Yeah. All so. right, and so last but not least, and so this was my favorite card that yeah. I pulled. And no, that you, take you pulled. Yeah. No, you're yeah. not going to pick this up at all. This yeah, the is, funny thing is, it's going home with me, even though it's the ego. <laughs> this is totally my card, and I will and I will battle you to the death on this one, Kevin. But um. It's not I, that good of an ability. You can't deny that it's going home with I me. I mean, it, it's decent. You know, let's. I mean, okay. So it's Captain Britain, Iron Man, Union Jack, Mark One. Um, if you watch the video, it's Mark, Mark One. One. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to film and read at the same time. I'm. I'm well, multitasking. Do a better job, excuses. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so he is a four cost crossover. Uh, uh, what are these called? They're mm, what, if what if characters. Yeah. Um. So you, so if you want to buy him, you want to need a a fist, a mask, and a shield. But it says, um, you may not use question mark energy to purchase this die. Stupid white lantern caveat. This text may not be ignored. (laughs) While Captain Britain Iron Man is active, whenever you feel the character or use a basic action die, you may purchase a copy of that die for up to three less to a minimum of one. Wow. Yeah. What what can we start saying about this guy here? Um, I'm going to buy all my superhero registration acts. You're going to buy all your... I'm going to buy all And then with my, my all my superhero registration acts, I'm going to bu- buy all my one against many. I mean, I'm going to use that satchels. to buy all of my Ronin the Accusers is what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so many cheap beholders. But when I field him, he won't get the buff when I buy him for cheaper. I mean, you can category. start buying dark sides. And that way you're not going to lose your... I mean, you're going to have a dark side oh, at least I'm, in the field. I'm really tempted to just build that and then attempt to buy everything on my team. Like, even if I have lethal, I'm just going to go and try to buy my all, right? all 20 dice. Yeah, and I just think it's... <laughs> I, I, I honestly just... I honestly can't even believe that they put action basic action die or a character die. Like, yeah. the fact that they did a character die and a basic action oh, die so just doesn't work on regular so, action dice. It does not. So actually, Good. you can't buy a satchel. Good. Um, Good. But... It's still crazy to me because there are so many other high, or I mean, 
four to five cost characters that you want to buy at a really really low price. I can buy my Punisher for two. Oh, I can this buy, actually I makes can buy, it worth it to get to put all the energy fixers on your team and then buy Clayface last because all the other ones are better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to buy a Clayface though and field it before you could buy it for cheaper. I know. That's, that's, that's why it's last. He's last on the list because you because you you field Clayface and then you copy Captain Britain America. Oh, there you Captain go. Okay, yeah, I see what Man. you're talking about. Yeah, oh, there yeah. you go. No, that's solid. Yeah, that's actually I think really that's good. awesome. And, and finally, Clayface has some other use other than that stupid <laughs> global. <laughs> I'm not convinced of that yet. <laughs> not even a little bit. Next week, his Jared art gets is sick it. though. I really, really dig this art. I don't know really too much about the character, but the art is dope. Um, You've got the Union Jack all over the armor, and it looks like the super old school Iron Man uh, yeah, armor. Yeah, to step out of like uh, the comic book world here, it kind of reminds me of that dumb guy from Dark Souls that everyone's talking about. The guy's like, salute the sun! <laughs> if you play Dark Souls, you get that joke, but... Yeah, I don't play Dark Souls. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so like, how do we feel about this set? Are we excited about I'm it? I'm digging it. I like most of what we've seen so far. Uh so yeah, so this yeah. is as the time of recording. I think the release date is set for August, so we still got a month ish to wait for, for it. Um, so hopefully you guys like it. And if you haven't seen it, like like we said, we covered a, a handful of our favorites, but there's 40 cards that are staring at us right now, um, and a couple doubles. But all the scans will be on doubleburst.com. If you guys have any questions or if you saw anything that you like, we want to hear that in the comments. Um, so just or shoot us an email um, doubleburst at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash doubleburst um, and let me know I, 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 so I'm always genuinely curious on how you guys think of these release pack opening special episodes that we put into the feed so let us know if you want more of them less of them or you know just say KT learn how to read English because America um, guys <laughs> thank you so much this was an awesome half hour of us talking about um, this next upcoming set. So thank you, thank you all, because we're recording on a off night too. I love the missing question mark here. Mm-hmm.